this is your why and why you're doing it for your family. But like, what is your, what is your end goal in, in creating opportunities for others and, and networking and keeping the community involved with what you're doing? Cause I think that's a really big part of owning your own business. You're listening to Business Edge, the podcast for professionals looking to excel in the workforce. You'll hear from new guests each week as they dive deep into their personal and professional experiences to give you an edge in the marketplace. This podcast is recorded by Desiree Williams and Chrissy Vasquez at the Alpha Kappa Psi Professional Business Fraternity Headquarters in Indianapolis, Indiana. Welcome to Business Edge. Thanks for tuning in today. Emily Stewart is joining us. She's another local entrepreneur here in Indiana. She has created The Dirt Darlin', her brand, including photography, a homegrown market, and a boutique. So thanks for coming on to the show today, Emily. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. We're so excited to talk to you today. So before we get into Dirt Darlin', can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Where did you start and how did you get here? Yeah. Um, so Dirt Darlin', actually the brand kind of grew itself, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Um, my name streams from, uh, I always like to start with that because in my business coaching and when I talk to girls, I always like to um, ask them about their why they got their logo, how they got their brand name. So I'll start there. Um, I grew up on a farm. So I grew up on a dairy right outside of Barkersville, Indiana. And, um, so the dirt part comes from that. And then while I was growing up, I was always the girl that was trying to like do my hair, do my makeup and get ready to go to the farm. And my dad would always yell in the house. It's not a fashion show. The cows don't care what you like. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, so then, and obviously, obviously that's faded a little bit if you check my Instagram out, (laughs) but, um, so that's kind of where the darling part came from. Um, initially, uh, so let's see, 10 years, uh, I have done photography and my original photography name was unique moments photography. So when I started my business, uh, 10 years ago with that, I, I chose that name because the farm scenario was so different than a lot of other people had. So a lot of my clients booked me solely based on the fact they wanted to come see the farm. So, um, unique moments is kind of how that streamed. And then it just turned into dirt darling when I started my, uh, jams and jellies business. So the brand is all over the place, but I, but, but, but that's me. I'm all over the place as well. (laughs) Um, so I, I own it pretty well. Um, the, and, and I envision my brand, um, being something like a, I always use Johnson's and Johnson's as an example. Um, you know, you have the, the baby stuff and then you have the adult stuff and then you have the all kinds of different things, um, that they do. So that's how I see Dirt Darling. Um, and it, 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 the sole core of it will always be and started from the farm. That's how I learned to be who I am, um, to be the worker that I am, to have the morals that I do and, and all of that. So, um, but yeah, so that's kind of a little background on, on the actual name and started out as photography, grew into, uh, jams and jellies. I've just canned with my family, um, my, my entire life. And, um, now I actually have the jams and jellies are actually made up in Chipshawana, Indiana from the wow. Amish. Neat. Um, so that is, that's still really cool. It's still Indiana made. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then from there we took the jams and jellies 
And I have always done a bunch of different retail spots. And now I'm a wholesaler with wineries, breweries, restaurants, things like that. Um, And we have a boutique now, which carries all of the local meats, eggs, honeys, my jams and jellies and salsa line. I have local coffee in there as, as well as home decor, jewelry, candles, clothes, all the good stuff. Um, I grew up in Bargersville and there used to be a place. It's been a long time ago (laughs) called Tom's market. And it was, um, a tiny little place that you went and they had, it was like a little grocery store. They had clothes, they had all kinds of cute stuff. Um, and so when I was younger, we always went there. Um, to do a lot of our grocery shopping or just like swing in, get a few things. And that's what I envisioned the boutique being. Um, it's in a very cute small town. We're on the corner. We're walking distance um, from restaurants and things like that. So, yeah. I think that's awesome that you have this background of the farm and your work ethic. Tell me a little bit about how you got into the coaching of other businesses. Yeah. So my first passion is starting businesses, obviously. <laughs> Um, I am a serial entrepreneur. I, um, so, so building a business is, is some of my, I don't think I ever thought I had that talent until, I don't know, probably three years ago. Um, I just had a flood of people asking me, you know, how do you, like, what do you do every day? And and of course I'm over here like, oh my gosh, like I lose my mind most days. (laughs) I'm like, but But I didn't really realize I had that talent until until people just kept coming to me and asking me, um, you know, what are you doing every day or how do you set your goals or what keeps you motivated in in running your business? Um, And then I kind of realized I'm like, this is not a normal thing for everyone. I've owned a business since I was a senior in high school. So I've done a lot of. Yeah. So my mentality of, of running a business has obviously changed with my age. And um, I have actually quite a few women that are 40s, 50s that come to me and they're like, how did like what how are you doing this? And, and where did you start? Um, so my passion in starting businesses is I'm I'm super passionate about every single thing I do in my business um, in dirt in the Dirt Darling brand. There's not one thing that I do that I don't fully have a why. Um, so that's, I I think when I sit down and talk to girls or talk to men, um, that is always my very first question is why do you want to do this? Um, what is your, what's your purpose of doing this? So, and, and that really irons out quite a bit. Sometimes it's, I just want to make side money or sometimes it's, I want to, I want to run a non-for-profit because X, Y, Z. Um, you know, and, and that's always the, the the core of figuring out what you're going to do and how your brand is going to develop is your is 100 percent your why. Um, so I'm I'm really passionate about that. I'm really passionate about creating jobs and creating opportunity. Uh, I grew up in doing 4-H, doing FFA, and I would 110 percent not know or n- know the people, know the the way of of working, of anything, if I, if it was not for that. Um, I had amazing, amazing adults in my life. Um, my father, my mom, uh, I have an FFA advisor, a 4-H leader. I have a, a slew of cousins. <laughs> um, and, and I would, I would be nowhere without them. So I, I take a lot of pride in, um, youth. I take a lot of pride in, um, working and helping create opportunity. So that's, 
a huge thing in running your own business is I want you to be able to feel, feel that it feels great. Um, and so when I talk to people about starting a business, that is another thing we do discuss is, you know, this is your why and why you're doing it for your family. But like, what is your, what is your end goal in, in creating opportunities for others and, and networking and keeping the community involved with what you're doing? Cause I think that's a really big part of owning your own business. Yeah. My husband um, was a part of 4-H when he was growing up and he, he would go on and on about how he loved it and how great it was and all the yeah. lessons and the friends and that have turned into family that he has from that. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, and I played sports. I didn't gain any, I, I wouldn't say anything from sports. Um, if anything, it taught me how to be hand-eye coordinated because I am not hand-eye coordinated. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I played sports, but I didn't get near the, the life, um, aspect from being a cheerleader and a volleyball player and a swimmer. Um, the, the, the things that I learned in 4-H and the, you know, I learned, I did ag sales. Um, and actually my ag sales partner is still my best friend today. We've been best friends since we were sixth grade. And, you know, so it's just like those relationships that I developed within that community are just so tight knit. And, and it's the same in the farming community, really. Um, farmers are very, oh, what would be the word set in their ways? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. And so, but you know, it's really nice to, to be a part of something that is not always ever changing. The core of it is never changing. Um, and, and the why people farm doesn't change a lot. Um, so yeah, the, I feel like the business coaching kind of fell in my lap. The talking to other people kind of fell in my lap about running their own business. Um, and I don't think I, I will say I never made myself known to be a business coach until about a year ago because people would tell me, oh my gosh, you're just like a breath of fresh air or like your energy is just like, we can't get away from it. Like we want to talk to you all the time. And I'm like, I love that. I love that. Finally, <laughs> all this mm. built up energy I got. <laughs> Is, uh, is is useful to people because I do. I, I fully believe that if you have a purpose and you have a dream, it can become a reality. It's just a method of a method and a timeline. That is literally that is the recipe. <laughs> I like that a lot. And I love that you're talking about values and kind of finding your why before you start your business. So, you know, for other business owners, what, you know, leadership traits or values are really important, do you think? So a uh, routine which is funny because I don't necessarily, if you were to look at my life, it doesn't look like I have a routine. <laughs> uh, it looks like I'm kind of all over the place. Um, but I would say definitely routine, uh, definitely gratitude, uh, you know, sitting down and truly, you know, when you're running your business, sometimes it's easy to get caught up in like, oh, the invoices have to go out today. And oh my gosh, I don't have this inventory ready or I need to send this email or, you know, it get you get bogged down sometimes with those little tiny details of your day. Um, gratitude has helped me so much. Uh, sitting back, taking 30 minutes in the morning and sitting at the dining room table with nothing but a podcast going and a notebook and just like being thankful and, and realizing how far you've actually come. Um, so I would definitely say gratitude is a hundred percent up there. Um, I also feel like your mental health and your physical health are super important in running your own business. Um, there are days that 
I don't want to work out. <laughs> I'm an avid CrossFitter. Um, I, I enjoy CrossFit. Uh, I never really thought I did cause I thought it was a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Nope, I'm not doing that. And then I showed up and I'm like, okay, I'm addicted. Um, so I do that every day, just about religiously through the, throughout the week. And that's almost kind of like my church, if you will. Um, showing myself that I can be stronger than I actually might think I am, um, you know, pushing through and setting goals and actually seeing those goal goals come all the way through. Um, so that's, I think that's super important. And also this sounds also like not something you would know of me if you follow me around, uh, taking days off. It's okay to take a day off. <laughs> it's okay to, it's okay to set your phone down. It's okay that you don't answer right now. Um, I had, I've, it's taken me a long time to learn that, but, uh, that is one thing I chat with people a lot about is don't burn yourself out because you can't, you cannot pour from an empty glass. So, uh, there will be times where I'm like feeling super uncreative and I'm like, this is just not working or I got to have a new, I got to get a new plan. And all I have to do is set my phone down, go on a walk and come back and I feel a hundred percent better. So taking time to, to run your business, like I, I had literally just posted this morning, my business was running me this morning. Um, and that's okay. Some days it's going to be like that, but you have to, you have to step in and stop that. Um, because in, in all reality, it is you, it is up to you. And, um, don't let that, don't put so much pressure on yourself though, because doing that, you're going to empty your glass. I love that about you can't fill somebody else's glass up unless your glass is full. Um, talk to us a little bit about your tagline, grow where you're planted. How did you come up with that? We really love that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my tagline, you know, I'm so glad that you said that. I love my tagline. <laughs> <laughs> I use that. I say that in everyday life. Um, so I, I blow around like the wind. That's just my, that's always been my style. That's always been my personality since I was younger. Um, like I said, I was a cheerleader and then I was, a, I played soccer for a day. And then I, I've just always like done random things and said yes to everything. So, um, grow where you're planted. Also, I feel like the core of that is life is going to get in your way, period. It will, it will get in your way. <laughs> um, and you just have to learn to wherever it drops you and however it's dropped you on your head, on your feet, whatever, you've got to just learn to grow from that situation. Um, so I, you know, and I feel like there's a lot of things that can shut you down. Um, there's a lot of things that can build you up. But every every scenario that you're in life, you have you have choices, and sometimes those choices you think are the great a great choice, and three years down the road you're like, oh my gosh, this was a terrible plan. What am I doing? <laughs> um, so growing where you're planted, I feel like is, and I also when I when I say that out loud, I think of a dandelion. So I think of the dandelion is in the yard. Okay. Obviously we all hate them. I hate them too. But when they blow away, they create more dandel dandelions everywhere. So spreading yourself and, and, and helping others and 
um, you know, placing yourself in other people's lives will make a difference. Um, if that's your, if that's your purpose and that's your, and that's your, uh, your reasoning. Um, so I value myself a lot on being able to be a positive impact in someone's life and growing where you're planted is, is kind of about that. Um, there's been situations in my life that probably weren't the best situations. Um, but I also made a huge impact on the people that I've, that I've been around in the, in those moments. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of grow where you're planted is, is basically what it says is just wherever life drops you, uh, just don't be afraid to, to turn it into something. It's an amazing message. It's really empowering that you can kind of be the difference. You can do whatever you set your mind to. I love that. Absolutely. So kind of looking back on building your business, especially because it is in a smaller town, how did you, did you have any growing pains? How did you market yourself? Um, Tell us about that experience. Yeah. So um, I'll give you a little bit of the background on me work-wise. So I haven't always been self-employed. When I graduated college, I was one of the very first classes to go through the ag program at Ivy Tech. I think there were six of us. (laughs) So it was very small. Um, so I do have a college education. I, I get asked that a lot if people, you know, did you go to college? I'm like, I actually did. Um, <laughs> so I actually did go to college. Um, I had to drag myself through it because I am not a school person. Um, I am more definitely more a creative than a book person. Um, but the so I have my two year ag degree from Ivy Tech and then I went ahead and did my bachelor's online through Trine University in business management. So my, if you ask my parents, they would say, it's amazing she ever went to college <laughs> because that was not going to be my, that was not my journey. I was born and raised on the farm and loved to be in the tractor and that was going to be my thing. Um, but in college, uh, right out of college, I worked for the co-op, um, helping develop a program for farmers on their field for soil sampling and adding fertilizer and applying chemical and things like that. From there, I actually... Um, started at a company called CDMS. They are out of California. They got, I got to travel all over the United States and talk to farmers of all different sorts, um, which was amazing. And so that, that, that I did that until I was about 24, 23, 24. Um, and then I was let go. Uh, the Midwest just, it just wasn't clicking here in the Midwest with the tech program that they had. So my position was cut. Um, and at that moment, it was kind of my I don't want to say my aha moment, but pretty much my aha moment of, I don't want to be a number to a company. (laughs) Um, And that was the time that I talked to my father and we decided, yep, I'm going to, you know, start buying into the farm and farm some ground and, you know, really, really focus on that. Um, That was also the time my photography business was at its worst, (laughs) which is ironic. I had a ex-husband that was extremely um, voiceful in telling me photography was not going to be my full-time job. There was no way that could be my full-time job. So I was, it was a hobby at that point and I was trying to get out of it and it was just like the phone kept ringing, things kept happening and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to see where this takes me. I'm going to get a contract. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a thing. And that's how it started is I got put in a tough position because I got 
cut from a full-time job that I was making great money and I had the company truck and the company phone and then they took it away and I'm like 23 years old like this is terrible so I I started my business in kind of a rock a rock between a hard place spot which I think in hindsight's 2020 was the best decision I ever made um, because I learned a lot needing to find something to do or have a path so a lot of reflection happened when I started my photography business. Um, and from there, then the jams and jellies rolled right into that um, it, it, from being on the farm. And then from there, the boutique rolled right into that. So it, the, it, the photography was a hobby for a long time. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's all about sitting and manifesting, if you will, the idea of what it can be. And that's one thing, too, that I talk to people about is if you can think about you being it and you think about you doing it, you probably can do it. It's just all about the method and the situations you need to put yourself in to get where you want to go. Um, so, yeah. So now, 10 years later, here I am uh, shooting 32 weddings a year. <laughs> oh, my and, gosh. Yeah, 32 weddings a year, over 300 families a year. And uh, I am now able to hire an editor. Um, I'm able to, so I'm able to employ a stay-at-home mom, which is amazing for me. Um, I love that. I, I, it's so funny. When I pay her every week, I'm like, this is, this means so much to me that I'm able to do this for you. And um, then, for, so background, I guess, total background the farm is what all my, all my businesses stream from. And that's kind of how I got to where I am. Uh, not, I'm not afraid to work hard, which is also my worst quality. <laughs> it's my, it's my best and worst quality. <laughs> always a double-edged um, sword sometimes. Everybody's always telling me to take a break. And I'm like, I mean, I, I really love what I do. So some days I don't feel like I'm working, but I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of, kind of the journey or being in a small town. It, I will tell you has been super helpful, really. Uh, I grew up in Bargersville and so grew up going to Franklin. And then my boutique is down in uh, Morgantown. So I don't even own my business in my town. Uh, it's another small town. Uh, and, you know, growing, growing a business is based on making relationships, creating relationships, cultivating relationships. Um, I am a people person through and through. I don't run out of energy around people. I, I love to talk to people. I love to talk about their stories. Um, I do. My photography business has thrived fully based on not talent. <laughs> but I, do I have talent? Yes. But it has it has grown to be what it is because of the way I create relationships. Um, you know, a lot of my families. Gosh, I would say at least 60 of them that I work with, I've shot since their kids were six and now they're 12. Like it's, you know, I, I just enjoy, I enjoy capturing that moment for you and those moments for you as a photographer. Um, that's my job. I don't pride myself on my editing skills. I don't pride myself on, you know, being the cheapest. I don't pride myself on all that. I pride myself on when you get here, you're going to have a blast. First off, we're on the farm. <laughs> And, uh, and, and you're gonna, and I want you to want to be here. I don't want, I don't want you to feel like, oh God, we got to go take family photos. 
<laughs> because let's be honest, that's how everyone feels about family photos. Um, I have, you know, my kiddos that I, I call them my kiddos because I don't, I don't have children. So all my photography clients are my kids. Um, so my kiddos are always like calling me Miss Emily and they know they get fruit snacks and ice cream after, after photo sessions. And yeah, so I, I really want to create an experience and I really want you guys to enjoy yourselves while you're here. That's my entire goal. So you've talked about evolution of product. Where do you see the future of your business going? Yeah, so I see dirt, darling. Um, oh gosh, I see it in a million ways. Um, that's the problem. <laughs> I see, eventually I would love to own my own venue. Um, I am a planner through and through. I'm an event coordinator. I love it. Um, so I, I envision owning my own venue and being able to create an experience for a bride that is unlike any other. Um, I want her to be able to come in. I want her to pick decorations out. I want her to pick the mood of her wedding out. I want her to be able to have a list of all of these amazing vendors that I've come in contact with in my last 10 years. Um, I, I want that definitely. I see Dirt Darling being that. Um, I also, but on, on the opposite side, I also see Dirt Darling being um, just a, an at-home brand, a brand that's in your home, whether that's from boutique things or jams and jellies, um, whether it's home decor, uh, that's, you know, that I want that feeling like I was talking about that, you know, cozy, comfy, the way the world should be feeling, uh, you know, that's what I want for you when you look at the brand. Um, so I see Dirt Darling doing whatever it wants, growing where it's planted, <laughs> if you will. Um, but yeah, the and it changes all the time. Uh, I, I, I wear my mom out, I think. <laughs> She's always like, girl, I can't keep up with you. But uh, that is one thing I like about Dirt Darling is I'm, and I wouldn't say never satisfied in a bad way. I say never satisfied as in, I can't wait to make things better for you. Um, and that's always been my goal. Oh, I love that. I think a, a venue would be awesome and really fits well with your brand, I'd say. Yeah. So we've talked um, a few times about values as we've had this conversation. So can you tell us about a time that your personal values were challenged and how you were able to handle it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I actually, this is not, I would say in my photography business hasn't happened much. Um, my farming life, I have a story. This is, let's see, how old was I? 22. And um, I grew up on a farm, obviously. So I used to go and do sales calls and host conferences for uh, this company that I worked for. And it, it, we were selling a product that basically the EPA that comes out and checks your fields and make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing <laughs> is that you're doing it correctly and applying for per you should and per the label and all that. So I'm 22 years old. I'm standing up in front of these farmers that are like, you know, 45 to 60. They've been doing this their whole life. I'm this cute little girl standing up there trying to tell them what to do, which is hilarious in itself. But <laughs> And I had a grower, you know, I was explaining a, a specific chemical saying, you know, this is the amount that you put on the chemical or put the chemical on the field. Here's the invoice. And now it's created and blah, 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 blah. So he wanted to challenge me on 
basically label. So, you know, I've been doing this for 35 years and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I'm going to do what I want. And I'm like, that's completely up to you. It's your farm. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You're just not going to be able to use the program, basically. (laughs) And, you know, it, it was right then and there, he said something about my home farm and the way I was raised. And, and I was like, that is not, that's not okay with me. And I just, from that moment, realized not everyone is going to think the way you think. Not everyone has more emotion. What, what do I want to say? More emotional, a, a more emotional why than you do. So farming to me is heart, soul, because this is how I was raised and this is how my family views what we do. Um, You know, your heart and soul go into your farm. Uh, You're a steward of the land. You're here to create and produce is what for the country, for the world, for that's 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 your goal. Um, Some people are going to be money driven, which is also going to affect your why. and so at that moment, I was like, wow. But, but at that very moment, I realized you have to own how you feel and move on. You, it doesn't matter. You can talk to your blue in the face about your morals and how great you think you are and how your ethics are better than theirs. And, you know, this is the way you should be doing it. But in hindsight, in, in all reality, Everybody, the way the world turns is because everybody has these different opinions and these different ways of doing things. And you have to respect that. Um, you know, that's, I think, a really true test of, of my, wow, this is who I am and this is where I stand. That was super tested that day because I'm like, part of me wants to yell at you and tell you that's not right. But the other part of me is like, I respect you because you stand for something moving on. So, uh, yeah, I would say, I would say it first, first experience of having to test my morals was morals and ethics and values was, was that, um, and, and as I get older and as my business evolves, you're always going to have those clients that test you. (laughs) You just do people test people all the time. Um, but just standing for what you believe and standing for your brand and standing for your, your word is, is the best way to run your business. Don't don't do anything that you wouldn't want done to you. That's a golden rule. That's you learn that when you're four, <laughs> you know, treat others the way you want to be treated kind of thing. Um, and, and but also understand that not everybody sees the world that way and letting that be OK. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's awesome. Do you have any advice specifically for women entrepreneurs? Yeah. Advice. It's a trap. Run. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, I would say my advice, uh, you know, I'm going to go back to gratitude. I, I would be, I would be nowhere if I couldn't sit back and think about and remember where I was. Um, So in my opinion, if there's anything you do, really just sit down and be grateful and think about all the wonderful things that you're accomplishing because sometimes it's, and I'm not going to lie to you, it gets, it gets rough. It gets hard. You know, in the winter, I don't have, you know, farming's low. I've got photography clients that are kind of low, um, you know, and I have ups and downs too, but it's, it's in those ups and downs. Well, like, let's just take COVID for example. I'm a service industry um, for photography. 
and well, I mean, really every aspect of my life is a service. Um, and my restaurants were shut down that are buying my wholesale jams and jellies. So that was kind of, okay, that's not happening. Um, photography was down because we couldn't see people. Um, farming, the there were barges and, you know, this is like large scale, obviously, barges of corn that weren't being shipped anywhere, that nothing was moving in the ag industry. Um, yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. Two weeks here at home with myself, was, I about drove myself crazy. <laughs> I was like, girl, you got to get out of here. <laughs> oh, shoot. But, you know, so you're going to have experiences like that and you're going to be like, what am I going to do? Um, but you just have to remember storms don't last forever. It can't rain forever. <laughs> um, you know, and, and really keeping that perspective and, and mindset. There are days um, that sometimes I find it hard to find something that I'm thankful for. Like, I'm like, I am so stressed out or I've got a million things to do. Like, I don't have time to sit here for 30 minutes and write in this silly notebook. But on days that I have days like that, I sit and reread the things I wrote on the days where I was uber thankful and uber grateful. And I'm like, oh, that's so <laughs> you're like, oh, past Emily, you are so right. <laughs> And, and, and so just hindsight's 2020, you didn't get here by yourself. Always be willing to tell someone, thank you. Um, I tell my boyfriend, thank you a lot. I tell my mom, thank you a lot. Uh, I tell my dad, thank you a lot. <laughs> um, because I, you wouldn't be the places you are without the support system that you have. Um, same with like all my Instagram followers and my Facebook followers. I mean, I've got people on Facebook that have been following me around for six years. I'm like, thank you guys. Like you have no idea what it means for you to buy a jam and jelly or a salsa from me for Christmas. Like that's awesome. Um, and being thankful and celebrating little wins because not every win is going to be a big win and being able to recognize them, I think is a huge thing too. Um, setting goals for yourself. And then when you mark off, so I have a, um, a board in my house and it's my goals. I have X amount of goals for weddings. I have X amount of goals for listing properties, for real estate. I have X amount. And it's like when you hit that and you cross that last one off, you're just like, oh, my gosh, this is why I do what I do. And yeah, so it, being thankful, being grateful and and never underestimating the power of your thoughts, I think, is probably my last one. Um there are going to be times people are going to tell you that's not going to work. And that's okay if they think that. If you think it's going to work, please see that through. I encourage you 100% to not let anyone else get in your way of the way you think. Um, because building your brand and building your reality is not their reality. Yeah, absolutely. I love all of that advice. And for our listeners, if they want to learn more, where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, uh, just at Dirt Darlin. I think it's an underscore at the end of my handle. And you can find me on Facebook. You can find me www.dirtdarlin.com. And yeah, it's got all my information on there. Um, I'll just, just real quick, some up and coming things for Dirt Darlin. We will be online. So jams and jellies and salsas are online currently to purchase and then the boutique items will be online. I would say I'm going to shoot for spring. 
um, we're harvesting right now. So I'm driving a semi. Um, and uh, then, yeah, in any time, you guys, we have tons of events at the boutique. So girls night outs. We have a couple Christmas events coming. Um, all kinds of stuff. So visit the website. That's the best way. Best way to stay up to date is probably Instagram. Um, I am a firm believer in uh, keeping you guys up to date, like with videos and, um, you know, all that good stuff, all the adventures. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Emily. Thanks for your enthusiasm. Yeah. I lo- so we welcome. love your energy. It makes me want to <laughs> drive down to Morgantown. I, I, to go to to I should get a, I should, everybody ask me if I could bottle it. I'm like, I got to figure that out. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for listening to Business Edge. If you have questions, comments, or topic suggestions for us, email businessedge at akci.org.